Hey guys, this one's for those of you who are seeing what's happening and have real concerns about what would happen in your local community if your country club turned to tumbleweeds or went out of business. I think there's some really important things to consider and golf clubs need to get on it and get to market quickly while you still can. I'm walking through some logic and some data that I've uncovered in recent months and I think you'll find it really helpful for your club as it's competing for its life. This is the Golf Essentials Podcast with Casey Bork. So I played in a scramble event last week and uh, played with some guys who are in the food service industry. So they um, are delivering produce and different things uh, or basically sales guys that deliver stuff to restaurants. And one of them delivers a lot of produce, uh, tomatoes and lettuce and stuff like that to country clubs. They have they have maybe 10 clubs here in the Orlando area listed as clients. And he, he said that there were, you know, clubs that I recognize as having been around for a long time and good solid golf courses um, are having a hard time paying their bills. And this was crazy to me. And and that very day, literally that very day, I heard of a golf course here in Orlando that was closing down, just shuttering the doors for a while um, because they can't they can't sustain themselves. So I've been hearing a lot of rumblings lately um, from people or you know golfers or you know people around here in the southeast that are you know frankly concerned about the club in their neighborhood or in their community and what would happen to their lifestyle, their real estate values, if the club turned to tumbleweeds. And that very thing happened at my parents' community um, down in Northport, Florida, a few years back. And it was devastating, right? I mean, that was the focal point of their community and it just went away, right? The ownership just you know, washed their hands of it and took off. And the place look, literally looks like the, uh, the African safari, you know, there's, it looks like a jungle out there now, um, complete lost cause. So here, here's the thing, guys, and I feel really passionate about this as I'm researching more and with rolling out our golf management company and researching the marketplace and, and where the pain points are. And this is a really big one right now where it's it's really clear to me that, you know, we've been in a really frothy economy since the downturn back in 09 or so. Um, so for the last seven or eight years, we've been experiencing nothing but good stuff in the stock market, the real estate market, generally employment, everything like that has been really good. It's been on a, on a consistent upswing. So we got that going for us. Additionally, in the golf world, what we're seeing is what, what we're seeing is baby boomers are wrapping up their careers. They're retiring. Many of them are already retired. But they're playing a ton of golf right now. Okay, so it's a huge bubble that's a one-time thing. It's gonna it's gonna happen once and that's it. The baby boomers, sort of 55 plus population, is playing more than half of all the golf in the United States. So that's crazy. So we got a, a large senior population 
that is basically serving as the backbone of the entire golf industry. And we've been in a really frothy economy, right? Everything's been great. And yet we're seeing clubs that are, and I get it that there are sort of the top one or two clubs in any sort of local market. You know them, the, you know, the top private clubs or, or whatever. Sometimes those clubs may be, may be sort of immune to these sort of market turns and circumstances. But what I'm talking about are the sort of the, the third, the fourth, the fifth, the eighth best or eighth ranked club you know, those sort of middle market clubs in your local marketplace, it's getting really competitive for those clubs. We're seeing golf participation numbers drop. And the data is really clear that we still have too many golf courses for the participation that we're seeing today, despite a killer economy and a huge bubble of senior golfers that are, that are playing more golf all the time. So it's, it's really apparent to me that this, and I want to emphasize this, if you're concerned at all about your country club at home and you live in a marketplace where there are a number of clubs and you're just seeing the signs are, you know, the club is maybe letting some people go, they're deferring some maintenance, right? The club's not quite what it used to be. Um, there are these signs that the club just not healthy financially, they're not investing in capital expenditures and keeping things up. Guys, if your, if your club isn't winning in this market, it's time for a big, big adjustment. And I feel really strongly about this, that when the market corrects itself one way or another, right, trees don't grow to the sky, at some point, the market will cycle. And in the next 5, 10 years or so, as the senior population ages out of the game, these this sort of market equilibrium where the number of golf courses, it's all supply and demand, number of golf courses versus rounds played, we're going to see a big dip in rounds played again. I, I feel strongly, and I, I'm, I'm a positive guy, you know, um, but I'm, I'm more interested in being historically correct and I want, I want this, I mean, I've, I've written some articles on it. I, I want it to be very apparent to, to club ownership and to decision makers that, that this is a one-time thing. Marketing and grabbing market share right now while you can, while there's still, while there's market share to be had is is the one thing that clubs need to be focusing on and they're just not. <laughs> and, and here's what I mean. And, and I'll give you a big example. The number one marketing asset that golf clubs have, it's the, the ultimate gateway drug for people to come into the game and to stay in the game longer is golf instruction. No, zero doubt about it right? Anybody that's never played golf, golf is really hard. Everybody sucks when they start. And if nobody teaches you how to play and gets you on a track where you understand that you're welcome, you've got friends, you've got a support structure, you're getting involved socially, and you're learning the skills that you need to, to have some fun playing golf. Golf just isn't much fun if you're, you're super concerned about looking stupid 
and you don't know how to hold the club and stand, right? So golf lessons are the ultimate gateway drug. On the other side, senior golfers that feel like maybe they're not playing as well as they used to anymore. Maybe they've got an ailment, maybe they've got a bad hip or a bad knee, and that's keeping them from playing well enough to enjoy the game. They're going to age out sooner. Okay, so as a golf club owner, you say, okay, well, these guys can come and they can, they can take some lessons and that'll solve their problem. True, but when you're offering golf lessons for 70 100 $200 an hour, why, why would somebody who's 75 years old, who feels like they're helpless, right? They're on a, they're on a, um, a single income, right? They're not going to throw 150 bucks at the crowd to, to hope that some instructor is going to get them on a track man and analyze their swing. And, you know, they're not going to throw that money at the crowd. And they, they just sort of sit back and say, you know what, I'm, I'll figure it out. I've been doing this for 25 years. I'll figure it out or I'll just go do something else. Now, newcomers, newcomers aren't going to pay 150 bucks an hour to figure out some ultra basic stuff, right? We know that, you know, when you start out, it is super simple. It's like how you stand, how you hold the club and hit some shots, you know, and it's literally that. It's not talking about shaft angles and swing planes and stuff on, on your first in your first weeks and months in the game. It's just get some reps with some basic fundamentals. You you don't need to charge 150 bucks. You can't be charging 150 bucks. What those lesson rates are catering to are people who are already playing golf, are already engaged, are already already good at golf. Right, and I get that there's a market for that. There is, and and there always will be. And good on the instructors that can go and get two hundred bucks an hour. I think you know they've marketed themselves, they've created a business for themselves. That's that's wonderful. But as a country club that's competing for business, leveraging golf lessons to bring in new players to acclimate people into the game and to keep them in the game longer is your greatest marketing asset and nobody is using it. So our company, and we believe that deploying free golf lessons is where things are going to head. And it's going to happen once the market figures out, right? Once all these clubs that are fighting for their lives had somebody in the room figure out that why aren't we giving people golf lessons for free, right? You basically, you, you don't need to pay a guy a hundred grand a year. You can pay an entry level assistant, right? Who understands a little bit about golf. He's personable, he's likable or she, and they're not given high level, ultra sophisticated lessons. They're giving beginners and average players and senior golfers the help that they need to feel comfortable and happy playing golf. And they're doing it for free. 100% for free. It's a marketing expense, guys. Now bring it, bring it down the, the road a little bit further. Back to these clubs that are the fifth or eighth club in the marketplace. If, if you're not first to market with this in your local jurisdiction, 
the impact that you're going to see is minimal, right? Imagine the marketing impact if your club right now, think of your club in your community, and you start rolling out free golf lessons to anyone. And obviously you have restrictions. You can't, you can't book every minute of the day and just hang out with a pro. But I'm talking short-winded sessions, little 15-minute sessions or 20-minute sessions for free. And you can you know book three days in advance or whatever it might be. But you've got somebody that you're paying a salary to, and he's a marketing guy. Let's, let's put it straight. He's a, he's a marketing person. He's giving lessons as a tool to market the club. So marketing is the avenue. I mean, the, the golf lessons are the avenue that you're marketing the club. Now, this person can go to schools. He can, they can go to the supermarket. They can run into people. And anybody at your club knows that he or she is giving golf lessons for free. And they are empowered to invite people that they feel would enjoy the game of golf and have fun playing the game of golf to come to the club for free. Now imagine going to your nephew's soccer game and you run into a family that seems like wonderful people. You sit with them on the sidelines every weekend and now you can say, hey, have you ever tried playing golf? It's so much fun. We play every other Thursday or whatever. Why don't you come out to our club? You, can, you and your whole family can come out for a free clinic and you can do it every week until you guys are feeling great. You can do it indefinitely if you want, right? And now you got a family of four coming out for 15 minutes and they're learning the game of golf, they're meeting people and they're getting plugged into your facility and you're and you guys get to you guys get to advertise that. You know, you get to say free golf lessons. Don't you think don't you think the place is going to fill up? Don't you think your grill room is going to be filled with people having hot dogs and burgers after they after they get free golf lessons? Is that that old sales, uh, that um, the rule of reciprocation, right? When, when you give something away, people inherently just sort of feel obligated to return the favor. It, it's it's a, a sales principle. So giving out the free golf lessons and using that as a marketing tool is going to be super effective for the clubs that get to it first in the marketplace. If you're the fifth club that says you got free golf lessons, it's no longer a thing. And you don't get the mileage from a marketing standpoint that you would be if you were first to market. So guys, this is just one strategy, by the way. But this is a big one. And if your club is not deploying the, the number one marketing asset in a, proper, in a proper way, in an aggressive way, right now, while the getting is good, I'm telling you, in just a few years, the market might shift, right? Disposable income, right? Golf golf is the first thing to go. And if your club doesn't have a seat to sit on when the music stops, you're going to be out. You're going to be out of the game. And that's it's it's a certainty. Even if things stay good, there are, there are 150 or so clubs closing every year for us to achieve market e equilibrium. And that's with a good market and that's with baby boomers playing a ton of golf. So when baby boomers age out and the market turns to shit, if your club doesn't have a strong market share, you're not growing the demographics 
you're not growing the reach that your club has in your local marketplace, your club will lose. Okay? As you guys know, I'm certainly glad to chat. If, if any of you have concerns about your club, reach out to me in social, give me a call, what have you. Um, our site, KPI Golf Management, has a lot of information on it as well. But guys, if, if you're concerned about your club, run it up the flagpole with, with ownership. This, this little rant, and I apologize, it comes across a little bit as a rant, but this little rant would be something to, to let them listen to. Um, if I'm not making sense, by all means, you know, shoot me questions. If you've got, you know, if you disagree, but I think the writing's on the wall and um, that's where I stand. And in three or five years, when clubs come back to us and say, hey, what can we do? And the market's turned to shit and we're losing golfers. I'm going to be able to point back and say, look, this was obvious a few years ago, you know? And um, so I hope that helps, guys. Sorry for the for, sorry for the stress, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm uh, being direct in the short term only to, to help your facility in the long term. So cheers, guys. Hey, if you haven't subscribed to the Golf Essentials podcast, it'd be super cool if you did. If you really like the stuff, please share it with your buddies. I would really, really appreciate it. Thanks, guys.